Welcome. Hey, welcome back. As always, I don't know why I keep saying welcome back. I literally say that every podcast, but I don't know. It's welcome back. Um, to the Two Belts podcast, official 13th episode. Mm-hmm. We've reached 13 episodes. I don't know what correlation or whatever that has with this podcast, but, you know, we've reached 13. Um, and we have a guest with us. We have a guest. Welcome, Tuck, to the show. So, what's up, Tuck? What what's up, Tuck? Oh, y'all. What's up, man? Mm-hmm. Um, Tuck, I pretty much... I've sort of we've sort of conversated on Twitter and stuff like that. I really like sort of the tweets and sort of the imagery in your Instagram and things like that. And the, you do a lot of music and you do a lot of different things. Then I just know like you're. I, I just felt like you were a natural fit. <laughs> so welcome, Tuck. Tell yeah. us about yourself. Oh man, well uh, I've been doing music pretty much my whole life since so I was like nine. Really? Yeah, Damn. it's a funny story, but um. Through the years, I, I just found joy and creativity no matter what it was. So I just found myself dabbling in numerous fields. and Very numerous just, fields. Do you know, yeah. Carlos, you know this guy who's on fucking foot action? Like, he's foot like the face, you, you the face of foot action. He's the face of foot action. The that face just, of the foot <laughs> action. That, that sounds gross. <laughs> like, when A you put bit. it like that. Um, bit. how long, you said since nine, like you've been spitting since nine or yeah. were you a musician first? No, I started rapping. Really? Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. And he has this, um, he has a single Hot Fries. Hot Fries. Hot Fries out mm-hmm. right now that you can catch on SoundCloud and mm-hmm. iTunes and all that jazz. Spotify. Very iconic feel. Spotify too? Is it on title? No, it's not on title. It's not on title? I- I'll get it on title though. You get it on title. It on Jay-Z's title. doing this for you. Word. He's Super doing Super duper audio quality nah. Super on title. Super high fidelity Og Vorbis files <laughs> and shit. Like he's he's doing this for you. I got to get him an exclusive joint. Get it on the Yeah, you don't have to give him that. I, I got to pull a Beyoncé. Nah, you can't like cuz people Cuz you going to bring jersey dresses back, my nigga. <laughs> Cause people like people been doing that, like putting exclusive stuff on title. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I'm not gonna listen to it. Until exactly. Like, yeah. I, I haven't heard the Wayne song son, yet. So. Son, to see feeling myself, I had to watch it on Fuse, and they put it on like, like you know how it has the quality listings on YouTube. Yeah. Like 1080. What was it? Four something, two something, and then it's like they're, they're like 140. Fuse had, Fuse had the one on the bottom. One forty four p. No, the video quality was like filmed by a potato <laughs> one. <it goes. laughs> like it's it's crazy. Like. I don't know, and they're doing um, Summer Jam exclusively on Title now. Yeah, yeah what yeah. the stream? Yeah, yeah, the, the stream. stream is exclusively wow. on Title. It used to be on Ustream. Now it's I know. So yeah. I'm, I guess I'm not watching Summer Jam. No, nope, guess not. <laughs> I yeah. guess I'm not watching Summer <laughs> Jam. But like, yeah. So pretty much, um, thanks for coming on to the show. No problem. Man. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about is kind of just weird and completely left, only because like I listened to um, I listened to the Juan Epstein podcast with. Mm-hmm. Um, Cypher Sounds and Peter Rosenberg, and I listen to them pretty weekly and actively, actually. Right. Um, and they had this, like, just brief comment. It was just a sly comment last week, and I was like, huh, this is kind of mind-boggling, and not mind-boggling, but just, like, a thought process. Like, in terms of just growing up, every, like, kid has, like, their sort of milestone in life. And I'm not completing this as, like, a huge milestone or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, we all have the time, like, we, where we learn to ride a bike or, like, when yeah, you, yeah. like, you know, you first kiss a girl or we, where you... Where, where you, you first fingered her in the movies. Into, right. you know, the Miguel, whatever, but, you know. <laughs> the Miguel. Um, which just, like, so I want to just bring this up. I just wanted to sort of bring this to the form. What is the first time... 
you saw a real boob, like a real titty, like real life, just like in person. In person, it in was person. there. Like it's not like the 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 point where you was like it doesn't just exist on a screen. Like it doesn't exist there. It, you know, your first time. So mm-hmm. who wants to start it off? Because I can. Oh, I can do it, but I want to hear Jamil say it first. <laughs> because here's the thing, I. When they mentioned it on their podcast, I was like, I was immediately brought back like the first time I ever saw it because I I remember like it was clearly and it was surprising because it was like in fifth grade. Nigga had a Family Guy flashback. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally. <laughs> uh, it was like your first time in fifth grade, so I'm like in fifth grade and um, for some wow, reason fifth grade fifth. Mm-hmm. It's not as like crazy as you think. It's not All like right, me exposing. Right. Yes, well, I need him to see, st- tell the story, son, because this is this is sounding funnier and funnier. So it's in fifth grade, and for some reason we had like a substitute teacher, and he let us go outside to play in the yard and shit like that, and like no other classes were out there or anything. So we all decided, hey, we're gonna have a water fight. So. We're, like, we have these, like, bottles of water, and we have, like, our uniforms on, like, this piss yellow shirt and, like, the navy blue slacks and shit. Like, just... I, had, I had the same shit in elementary school. I had... Sure, a lot of us did. <laughs> yeah, that, I was like, why do we look like this? I don't... Why do we... Yeah, we look like one of those Dr. Mario capsules, my nigga. Like, your shirt is mad yellow. I didn't yellow. like... It was either you that or, like, that yellow and, like, burgundy or, like, white and gray or, like, whatever sort of um, variation it was but we had those sort of shirts so like mm-hmm. we're all like throwing water like the guys yeah, don't yeah, care because yeah. we're like this is the end of the day anyway it was like I don't know we didn't have periods in elementary school We or did we I don't remember nobody just, had them no nah, it was just like later towards the end of the day like it was like 1 o'clock 2 o'clock and we were supposed to be getting we, was, we would be out at 3.30 and for some reason we was playing in the yard so we're like we're throwing all this water and the girl's like don't splash me with water of course the guys anyway they're like you know, fuck you. You fuck them. Fuck, fuck you. And then you just splash them with water. Icky girls. Girl goes fucking crazy and doesn't realize. Wait, that wait, she... wait, wait. Was she black? Yes, she was like light skinned black too. Told you. Mm-hmm. And she was like one of those girls who was just like, um, I forgot her name. I don't know if it was like Jasmine or like. Was it like Ashley? No, nah. Jasmine. It was like something that started with a J. I don't know. Maybe it started with an M. I don't know. I don't remember the name. Monica. <laughs> But it's like we wet her and she got so mad and vexed and like people were like holding her back. And she was like one of those like girls in fifth grade who were like, you know. Matured early. Matured early. So she's like, I'm seeing. And then we're all noticing it. It's like, yo, her shirt is completely wet. And like her. And they're trying to hold her back and stuff like that. And like her boob is popping out. And we're like in fifth grade. We're like, holy shit. Like we really about to see a boob right now. And it fucking came out because it was all wet. And girls are like grabbing their like cardigans and shit. And they're like trying to cover her. And she's just mad. She's trying to get at us because we like wet her with water and shit like that. And she's trying to come at us. And we're just like, holy shit, holy shit, a boob. Holy shit, holy shit. And like, is I don't know. That's the first time I ever. And then like from there on, it was like very sparse. Until. That's heavy. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, she's <laughs> trying to fuck you out. Yo, she would have. She would have two, three pieces. She all didn't y'all. realize Cause y'all, that because y'all were just looking at her titties. She didn't realize at all that she wasn't wearing like I don't know, like girls at that age like wear sports bras or whatever the hell they wear and, or whatever support thing they have. But like it was training bras or whatever. But she didn't have any, and we were just like, holy shit on a shit, like. But Damn. yeah, that I don't know. That's that, kind of funny. That was the first that, time she would have bodied y'all. No, she would have. She would have killed us if she got it. That's hilarious. Us. And we were just like, you staring. never wet a black girl's hair. <laughs> you never like. That's like one of the most important. No, nah, she was. Of life. She was completely fucking livid. Yeah, like livid. Like understood. <laughs> Damn. First time I've ever seen a titty, and this is funny. It was my babysitter, who is one of my mom's friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so great. yeah, because she she basically walk around the house in drawers, and I'm mad young. Right, I'm like six, seven. Wow. It's, yeah, I never really told my mom that. Was she hot though? Boy, boy. Okay. Them titties was huge. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way those sh- those little tiny straps were holding all that breast, son. No. <laughs> so it'd be like occasional days where she'd be like walking. She's one of those ladies that's like, she don't care. Like. Right. I'm there, but she's over there, like, scratching her titties and shit. Right. I'd see them, like, it's just How crazy. old was she? How old was she? Yeah. She's around my mom's age, so she was, like, around 30. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, not, that's right. great. Yeah. That's great. I don't know. I don't th- I don't treat it like it's great, because I was like, yo, this this lady really didn't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> like, lunch was mad sloppy. Like, she did, there was no presentation or anything. She didn't, uh, cr- she didn't cut the crust on a nigga's nah, PB&J. No, not at all. She wasn't caring. What? Ah. But yeah, I seen them titties. Like it was, it was like a big, it was like a golden brown titty <laughs> with like a chocolate nipple. <laughs> was it, it was, big? Nigga, it was bigger than my head at the time. But the areola though. Like, the areola? Nah, it was I don't like, like that. Like, it, was it was like that. It was like that. Like that baby bottle. Like that small oh, okay. baby bottle top nipple. I don't like big areolas. Yeah, me neither, man. Cause that shit. I don't like, give a fuck. A titty is a titty, my nigga. It should look like an owl looking no, at you, my nigga. Like, no, because like, my nigga, you had to like. Sometimes you gotta pay to see a titty. Really, that's right. You gotta that's take true. her on a you date, do. things you like that. Thing. In retrospect, you you even spend time to just see a titty. I got to see a titty for, for free. free. If I got for to free. see a titty, you can't hate on a free tit. No, you can't. Free boob? No way, man. Free boob? You can't go wrong with that. Nah, that's a deal. That's Yo, them a, titties, was, but them titties was popping out like that every so hashtag. often. What was it like? Free the, free the boob or free mm-hmm. the boob? Free the boob. Free, free the boob. The boob. Hashtag free the boob. What about you, Tuck? Let's go. You know, I'm not. I'm not sure if it was a school trip <laughs> or if it was. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off real. <laughs> or if it was this chick in my in my crib. I'm not sure because it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. I want to say it might have been the school trip because mm-hmm. we used to do dare double dare on the bus. Oh yeah. yeah everywhere right 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 and like from like ninth to to 12th grade every year we did that right so mo- nine times out of ten whenever a girl came up and said dare or double dare they had to take something off regardless or they had to kiss somebody or they right. had to do something right 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 that you just really shouldn't be doing on the school bus <laughs> back on the school bus right right but sometimes it, it didn't matter like the teachers didn't care really at some point they were just chilling the friend like yo whatever y'all do behind this is none of our business <laughs> okay because they knew what's up we had some cool teachers because they was young you right know? right they're like our age now so okay but it was either that or this one girl that just came to my crib from from queens for some reason i dated girls from queens in high school i don't know why where you live now in where the Bronx, you you I was uptown. Damn, that's that's long distance. I'm thing. saying like that is, but like Queens is kind of close to the like it's closer to the Bronx than most boroughs. Not though. by train though. Not, Not by, by train. train you gotta that's take like, a bus. You gotta that's like a, a flight right there. Like if you live <laughs> that's like near, two like, hours. If you live like near Tremont, you gotta take a bus out there. Exactly. Oh, uh, okay. Exactly. I, I don't know fucking Bronx geography. So it, it could have been that time because she came through the makeout session. Got a tent. She had on a button up shirt, and I just ripped it open, broke all the buttons and all that. This nigga Fucking thought he was savage, Bruce Banner, my nigga. My nigga. I'm saying. <laughs> 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 Fucking savage. <laughs> this nigga ripped up. And then she like goes home and is like, I ain't got no shirt to wear. We were doing the Clark Kent. Like, <laughs> she was turning the Supergirl. But this nigga was fucking savage. It could have been that. Or this one time we, we had like a, that candy. It's like a gel. It's right. like a sour gel, yeah. like the tube. You push the tube up, right? Yeah. And you pull the cap off the shit? Exactly. I and we was there with this chick to let us like put it on her and then lick it off. 
holy shit. Yo, so, y'all, was, y'all was some turned up youngsters. Yeah, it was, it was turned up. High school was turned up. So it could have been that time or, 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 or the other time. Right. Either or is great. Damn, the man can't remember the first time he saw a breast. Either or was seen great. So many. I remember this shit vividly, clearly. It was wet. It was sopping. It was... But let me not get into this like perverted. This is mad. This is, yo, everyone's gonna be listening to this like yo. These everyone's gonna are wild. be like, I know, like, I don't know. Between, they, they, between. it might attract more boobs to you. I think it. I think it might. We might walk out. Show of here. us your boobs, ladies. Free the free the boob. Free the boob. Hashtag. Free I'm gonna the make. Boob. I'm gonna make that the title. That of this needs episode. to trend. Two boobs. I'm gonna make <laughs> two boobs. <laughs> yo, that's the name of this fucking podcast now. Two, two boobs. Two boobs. Two boobs. Um, speaking of boobs, and this is the this is the most horrible transition ever. So Caitlyn Jenner, he's looking like one of the most horrible transitions ever. So Bruce Jenner on Monday finally decided um, via Vanity Fair, via Vanity Fair, which Vanity Fair came out via TMZ, which via his Twitter and all that via, stuff. Via, via, via. He pretty much unveiled the new, you know, the new. Ca- Caitlyn Jenner, the new side of him that he was like they have they've had this big like media storm about yeah. where they've had like Kardashian episodes and then E's had their own separate episodes mm-hmm. and then there's a Diane Sawyer interview and then there was this whole tabloid thing because like you know the Kardashians control the absolute media and everything yeah. about it. So he finally came out as um as a woman called Caitlyn Jenner yeah with a C with a C with yeah a that's C. What I, I was like, mad surprised about that I was like that's Sh- the one big fuck you to Chris shade shade he's not he's not a fucking Kardashian that's why he's not a Car- he's a Jenner he's not a Kardashian he's a Jen- even though like their kids are named yeah <laughs> Kylie Kendall with the, with the C with the K but, you know I, I guess Chris had to get that in the sort of agreement or how, however they do it when they have kids but um yeah Caitlyn Jenner with a C that, mm-hmm. that's probably the most yeah the most shade the, the fact that it's like has the same sound but the totally different spelling but like just everyone's reactions to it is just like very, very polarizing to me. Extremely. It's like I've had you've had you have the people who are like, Oh my god, she's finally doing what you know, he's finally embracing his inner self and just like, you know, experiencing yeah, that yeah. and all girls, that stuff. Girls were like cheering him on, it was crazy. He's like, dudes yeah. was roasting him. Dudes were people who did not like who do not fuck with this at all, like completely were just like, This is an abomination. All of this sort of stuff, and then they're getting like hate from the people who love it, and then it's like this whole sort of thing that's going on. And I was just like, uh-huh. I'm not getting involved in this shit. My biggest issue <laughs> was my biggest issue was just the media circus. I don't care if he's like, I don't care if he's comfortable or not. Right, that doesn't really, you know, affect me. But you know, it's nice that someone's like, yo, this is good for trans people. Right, but at the same time, it's a huge media circus for a man that's like 65 years old. He's 65 he should, years old. He man. should be chilling at home, retired with his kids, playing golf. Playing, yeah, doing playing golf. Something. I, mean, I don't care if he does it in a course set. And at now least he's he, having fun. Now he's on Twitter too. He's on. T- if he starts saying wild shit, that's gonna be crazy. He's gonna be chilling with like all the other trans people. It's gonna be. It's I gonna don't be, know. You don't think he's gonna be like a trans celebrity now? He is. He's but, already a celebrity and he's already yeah. trans. He's I don't just think he did. Into well, that. I guess. He's going to have, like, Bruce Jenner's trans race or something. <laughs> like, um. a whole, like, I don't know. I don't know. I I literally have no idea what's going on. It's probably because half of it, it's like, I also don't care. But yeah. at, this, at the same point, it's just like, I, I don't, you know, he's happy with himself. That's cool. Yeah. Just the reactions from everybody else was just really, really annoying to me. <laughs> it was just everyone. That's really it. Yeah, yeah. I think just more so the... Everyone's sort of, hey, you know, because everyone has their sort of opinion on it and everything. Yeah, people are either on his dick or throwing tomatoes at him. (laughs) 
Yo, he looks wild. I'm pretty sure all these photos are like photoshopped. Photoshopped, mad makeup. Yeah. I don't know. Lighting, all that. All of this shit, because I don't know. Because he's 60 fucking five. He's and he 65. Di- There's no way. And I feel even dirty looking at these photos. It looks like really? A, his face is so, like. Jagged? Like, God, like, pulled, like, pulled the fuck back. Like, it's it's literally like he pulled his face back. That's how it feels to me. Like, I don't know. And that probably was, like, the first step in the whole process. Well, I don't know. Pulling Niggas his and, face back like that? I don't know. At the beginning episodes, I remember um, keeping up with the Kardashians. He sort of had like his regular face, and then mm-hmm. like later in the season, like his he face became just, clay face. He was like, oh, what the fuck <laughs> is that? But I don't know. It's it's fucking niggas skin made a silly putty and shit. Niggas is a real classy bitch over here. <laughs> Looks like the face of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I yo, mean, like, word. <laughs> like he just slapped that shit on. Shout to Fox because Fox had the like little thing where they're like promoting like a promoted tweet like catch mm-hmm. Mrs. Doubtfire on Fox on demand, and I'm like, you niggas are savages. To put up fucking Mrs. Doubtfire in this whole media storm. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all airing this shit. You, you know what oh. you're doing. Like, but I don't know. They're on. He's on Twitter now. This isn't their actual page. But he's on Twitter now, and he supposedly got, like, two, yeah, two million followers 2. in one day. Four. Nigga he, follows nobody. He nobody. follows nobody yet? Nobody. Yo, I imagine him and Kanye, like, on he a gotta Sunday. You got to follow Kanye. That's what I'm him saying. Him and Kanye on a, Sunday, on a Sunday morning getting ready to watch football. Like, the nigga pulls up his dress, puts his feet on the coffee <laughs> table, and they both pop open some beers. <laughs> That's a horrible sight to fucking. That's funny as shit. I imagine, like, during these, like, during these, um, I don't know if he's had the surgery yet, just, but just during these, like, fucking photo shoots. It's like, Bruce. I mean, Caitlin. You know. Pull it back in. We're taking photos and shit like that. <laughs> Put like it, it falls in. out and shit. <laughs> Talk like that episodes of a fucking not episode. Remember that movie? Um, mm-hmm. scary movie. Yeah. Remember Mrs. Man? Oh yeah. Like the coach. <laughs> Yo, that shit was mad that wild. Was, I, I remember. I, I said it was mad wild for a movie. I saw that movie in the theaters, and I saw it with my mom and my sister and stuff like that. And that was just like a wild movie to see and it came out when i was like 10 or something uh-huh. like 10 or 11 or, or something it was just a wild movie to see i was like holy shit but yeah i i, I don't know that's what i sort of imagined what happened but yeah caitlin jenner welcome to the world welcome to the world welcome to the world that's literally all i'm gonna say a lot of people i know follow her that's yeah but they're all women so yeah most of them are probably most of them are women um yeah i guess moving yeah. on to like florence and the machine and all the, the new yeah releases. let's get into music talk yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, a lot of dope music releases came out this week. Um, some by surprise, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> couldn't wait. You know, we recorded it last week on a Thursday, and then this, you know, the Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment came out on a Friday. I think that's a funny-ass name for a group. It's a, Let's get into that one first. Did you, yeah. did you hear it? Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experience? Yeah. I liked it. I, I mean, it felt very chancy. It felt, I don't know why they call it Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. I don't know either, but they'll probably have, like, an NPR podcast where they explain everything. Yo, we're coming for fucking NPR, by the way. Oh, yeah. We coming for you, niggas. We coming for you, niggas. Like, we, I have no idea where we rank on iTunes. It's probably Book incredibly, incredibly low. We're, we're right underneath, you, like, Gardner's weekly podcast. Like the <laughs> like. <laughs> We're under the, you know, Hawaiian classical music podcast. Hawaiian ukulele <laughs> chat. That's what it's called. We're right under that, but we know we're coming for you. NPR, mm-hmm. I know we're, you're, you guys are number one, but you know we're. I want to make this actively known that we're coming for you, even though you're way bigger than just two people and way more like I guess professional. Yeah, because you guys have British accents. Pretty much that makes shit more professional. A little bit, but you know we're still coming for you anyway. But um, a little, a little. <laughs> um, Tuck, did you hear Donnie Trumpet in the 
Social experiment? I, I didn't get a chance to, but I, I really wanted to. Uh-huh. But my whole thing with that project was how they released it. Yeah. Because I've been saying for the longest time that when I released my debut album, I wanted to put it out for free on iTunes. Right. So when I saw that they did that. For free on iTunes, you're like, fuck. I was fuck, very, fuck, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was hating a little bit. I'm like, they didn't beat me to it. Right. But I, if anyone did it, I'm glad it was Chance. Right. Yeah. Because I, I, I like Chance. So that that was totally cool. Um, Chances for the people. I listened it to it on, I guess the day it came out. So I listened to it the day it came out. Um, the first thing I, I still don't know why they call it Donnie Trumpet and the social, I think if they wanted more like mainstream attention or anything, they really should have went with just Chance the Rapper and the social experiment. Or just social experiment. Yeah. Or just like, and then you would have known because now it sort of diverts the attention because people are looking for Chance the Rapper and then you get, you have to look for Donnie Trumpet. I think that might've been the point. It probably was. It probably was just to put more focus on the actual group and the music yeah. as opposed to just Chance the Rapper yeah, just being another album. It's real soulful, real indie. Like, the features is what really got me like, what? Right. <laughs> he I got th- Busta Rhymes on a track. This is like... I didn't understand that shit either. He had, he had They had Busta Rhymes, they had B.O.B., they had J. Cole, they had Erica Big Sean. Badu. Fucking Quavo came out of nowhere. Oh, Quavo, that's another one that was like, was it just was like, like a left hook. Um, Was it King L was on it? Yeah, um, Louis? Yeah. Louis? Um, yeah, fuck, who else was on it? A bunch of people. BJ, the Chicago kid. A lot of their, like, you know, very close-knit collaborators Big and Sean things like that. Big Sean was on that, too? Big Sean was on it. He was on the, he was on the yeah, track yeah. with Jeremiah. Jeremiah was also on it. Um, it's a lot of features. Yeah, that's fucking yeah, it's a, a lot of features, of features that they didn't name, which is dope. Which I thought the features were kind of unnecessary for his debut, like, album with this group. Yeah. But I think it's just to build sort of buzz. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's cool. It's like... Their thing is like this. This sounded like a real like just jam band album. Like mm-hmm. in my garage with my buddies, we make music, also solve mysteries, all that shit. <laughs> nah. You think like, the niggas got a van and they <laughs> patrol Chica- Southside Chicago? And on the side, murders? it says Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. And yeah, they like, got it's like the mystery machine. <laughs> they roll around with like a talking, but like a talking bear. It's cool. I mean, I listened to it all the way through. There's some tracks that are just like very. It's like a very like interlude album and I say that just because it's like you'll hear it but you don't really absorb anything from it like you don't really you hear it but you don't really hear it mm-hmm. it's sort of just like music and it's like very impressive music because at some points you'll be like oh shit this is you know at some point you get up and it's like oh shit that's Jeremiah oh shit that's Big Sean oh yeah. Erica Badu killed this track or oh shit Quavo where the fuck that nigga came from but like the trap <laughs> but like at certain points it's just like it doesn't nothing really sort of stand out stands out to me in terms of any of the tracks like i can't they all sort of flow together none of them there's no like real standout songs it just it flows together nicely it's cohesively nicely because they're all the same band all same producers worked on the same thing but there's no real standout to me it's a great project i'll give it that but there's like the problem for me was then no standout um I don't think it's for. I don't think it's catered towards. I don't know mainstream consumption. Not even mainstream consumption, but just like even an older audience. And I think this is more towards like high schoolers. Mm. Like just like in just the way. This I think what it is is what exactly the band title is an experiment. Yeah, <laughs> like it's him trying out new things and trying out things he's wanted to do with music. Right. So this just this was, was like an outlet for him. This, this is like something for this is very different. Very like Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that's funny. That's a funny way to put it. Yeah, it's just very like Nickelodeon. It's like you know, fart jokes on Nickelodeon. But um, <laughs> not to say that it's bad, but it's just like that's how I feel in terms of where it's gauge in terms of its audience and stuff like that. I don't feel like it's catered towards a large audience, but I also don't feel like you know. 
But um, yeah, getting back to their mystery machines. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a smoke-filled mystery machine. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> smoke-filled mystery machine. This is the smoke the mystery machine on the actual Scooby-Doo show probably should have been like filled with smoke anyway, but you know, it's a cute I think show. a couple episodes it was. They just made it seem like it was something yeah, else. Yeah, I think so. Probably. Oh, you're burning all this crazy incense, Shaggy. <laughs> oh, it's a ghost. It's a ghost. I got the oh, munchies, all this oh, shit. It's Always a ghost. had the munchies. I shouldn't have nigga. popped those mushrooms, man. <laughs> Always had the munchies. Nigga got a dog high um, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, word. People that get their dog high, I think y'all mad re- irresponsible. <laughs> like, how do you know your dog wants to get high, and how do you know how your dog's feeling? I don't know. You are I, an asshole. But, uh, yeah, that 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 came out last week. Also, um, let's, uh, Florence and Machine? You want to give that a quick, like, you want to cap it off with an actual, like, review? Like, give it some stars? Flor- oh, okay. Donnie and the Trumpet <laughs> and the Social Experiment. Uh, three stars. Three out of five. I give it 2.5. Oh, wow. I mean, it's a solid project, but it's not something that has, like, super replay value. Nah, nah. I just, I, I think it's impressive more than I, Yeah, I think it's impressive, too, that he got the chance to yeah, do all these things. I think it's more impressive than the actual, you know, project itself. Um, Florence and the Machine, incredibly, Florence Welch, fucking one of the dopest singers, just, like, period, out there, just, like. The cover had me weak, though. She looked like, she, a, like, the cover of, like, the, she looked like the, buck, the back flap of, like, a book with the offer picture. That's the most, picture. like, 80s, like. Ambidextrous, not ambidextrous. What am I saying? That's using both hands, my nigga. Yeah, that, I'm. <laughs> up. That's I'm, what ambidextrous oh, yeah. is. Fucking the one with both genders. I'm sorry. Um, androgynous. Androgynous. There we go. Snake oh, said ambidextrous. Man. Wow. You know what's crazy? That was a joke. It was a joke on some show that someone made. The um, someone made. What is it like? A, the Office. That sounds like a The Office. That joke. sounds yeah. That sounds like a, an Office thing. Um, but yeah, it's androgynous. It's the most androgynous sort of cover. I've um I've ever seen pretty much. I mean she could she could pass off you you could pass her off as like a dude or you Nigga, know she look like Patty Smith. She got no lips neither. Like no lips. Like Well, honestly, if we being <laughs> real a lot of white people don't have lips. <laughs> Just like no lips whatsoever, like nothing. Um, okay. There we go. Yeah, it's the most andro- it's like it's a very androgynous sort of cover. And I think that's kind of cool itself. Nigga, just she looks like she's gonna put a spell on you. <laughs> she doesn't look like a she in this picture to me, but you know, really? No, she doesn't at all. Yeah, like, she looks kind of like a like a nineteen seventies rock star. Yeah, like and, exactly. And that's kind of the cool. vibe I got from this album is like a lot of like seventies, eighties sort of rock, like Fleetwood Mac and all this sort of shit. Um, but it's uh, in terms of the overall album, I think it's pretty. I think she's done a good job in terms of scaling back a, a lot of different things. Um, her last album, because I listened to Ceremonials, which came out like 2011 mm-hmm. or something, and it was just incredibly loud. Like, she has a big voice already, but, like, the production was so loud. Like, Shake It Off was so loud, and the other singles were just so very, very, like, booming and everything. So mm-hmm. everything came out just, like, headphones. It's just, like, you, you couldn't – you could distinguish between the vocals and the sound, but there was, it was just all meshed together. This she sort of like scales it back, and um, it's just like a lot of different. She'll she'll have like subdued tracks like Saint Jude or like you know the Queen of Peace, various storms and saints and stuff. And she uses a lot of like colossal imagery and shit like that. I don't know. I'm getting real writery <laughs> with my fucking. You um, writing an article adjectives. on this one? No, I'm not. But um, <laughs> I was just like 
that's just how I think now because I've been writing for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, just a lot of this sort of imagery where it's, like, you know, very classic. Like, Ship to Wreck is just, just an imagery about relationships and shit like that mm-hmm. and how big, how beautiful the sky and stuff like that. It's just, like, just a lot of that sort of imagery, which I think is cool in terms of just the songwriting and how it gets across. She luckily... It's very subdued in terms of just the instrumentals and the production and all that stuff. Her voice, she's learned to scale it back and she's uh-huh. learned to, you know, bring it out when she needs. She really, she really learned to be more dynamic. Yeah, a lot of mm-hmm. be more dynamic and things like that. And I think I just think this overall is a really, really good album. It's not mind blowingly amazing. Like this doesn't change like the scope of like music at all. But in just in just like really good music, you'll find like. What kind of a man? It's like a really, really good song. How big, how blue, how beautiful. Had a video and all that stuff. Um, I think this is also an album where you like more, you'd get it absorbed. I, I don't think headphones do it justice. I think it's better absorbed live. And I think that's with like a lot of her music. Like the the first time I ever heard Dog Days Are Over, which is like her first like breakout track with Florence and Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it because of the MTV Video Music Awards. And then um, it was just live. And I think a lot of her tracks just are benefited more live with their live instrumentation as opposed to just, like, on headphones. Because I don't even think, like, my headphones, my little yeah. Apple fucking earbud shits, they aren't worthy. Oh, you do that? You do the little earbuds? I yeah, do the over, I do the, the over-the-ear headphones because you're going to get a bigger, like, you're going to get a bigger um, speak like, a bigger speaker yeah. inside the thing. So it's, like, more bass can come through. I don't like, um, my issue with that is, like, uh... Sometimes they have the noise canceling ones. I don't like that because I like to be aware of then like what's around don't me and get shit. Get the ones that Very cancel important. noise. Yeah, yeah. You, should keep your, you should always keep your headphones at a respectable volume in public That's because true. sometimes people will call you and it's because <laughs> there's like a monster coming one way and you're walking straight <laughs> towards the monster. And that happens. <laughs> In Power Rangers, it should. All right, cool. Like, niggas just be walking down the street <laughs> and just monsters be flipping businessmen. Um, <laughs> you seen that Buddies shit? everywhere. Oh, shit. Monsters um, just be flipping What do you guys think men? just about Florence Machine? I don't know if you guys heard any of I it. I didn't even get a chance to listen to this shit. It's just kind of good. I, I honestly didn't even know she had a new project out, but I'm pretty sure it's great. It's, it's great. Cover's dope. It looks like it definitely looks like a vinyl I'd find in yeah. a record store. Yeah, it's very so classical. It's cool. Just black and white itself just makes it, like, very classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's very, very great. I recommend it if you're like into, you know, Florence and the Machine. I gotta get that now. <laughs> um, or if you like trying to sam- find like obscure samples and shit like that. Like, Yeah, her voice is very classic sounding, so it's like great for sampling. Right, and you can, and you said it on the podcast earlier, like a lot of hip hop people should utilize her. Yeah, definitely. A, a lot more on her tracks. Like she has a voice that like sort of breaks the mold it's fucking powerful and yeah so it's very powerful and it's just recognizable too that's like a big thing as well I think I'm surprised Rick Ross ain't like buy out Adele buy out a- <laughs> buy out Adele buy out Adele <laughs> no yeah. way no you way you don't think he buy out yeah. Adele no way she, he couldn't afford Adele he, yeah probably not not, not now Adele. not 10 million sold Adele he, got, he has to sell like 5 million more uh, um, pepper wings but Yo, he's bringing a Wingstop to Harlem. He could attract her with pepper. I'm very wings. happy about that. He's gonna he's gonna attract her with he pepper attract wings. her with pepper wings. Yeah, he gonna seed her if he attract her with pepper <laughs> wings. That's crazy. I don't I, want that baby. I don't know. I could <laughs> I could imagine a Rick Ross and Adele track, 
but I can also imagine the amount of bragging rights and like bravado that brings with it. Like just yeah, I got you know Adele, my homie Adele on the track. You know that's like the first single off the album. It's just like it, it and she'd be like Rick. What are you even saying? Yeah, and she just, you know, <laughs> he ran, he ran out like a huge mansion to have her sing on the top of it or something along. So it's like a fat he lady dr- singing and, you know. <laughs> he dress her up like a Viking, <laughs> make her sing right of the oh Valkyries. <laughs> it's like crazy. It's fucking, I don't know. I couldn't imagine it. But uh, Florence and Machine, um, I give this album, I want to say three and a half out of five stars. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Um, Moving and, on I, to Dom. Dom Kennedy. By Dom Kennedy. Dom Kennedy. By Dom Kennedy. That was the name of the album. I thought it was like Dom Kennedy, and then I learned it was like by Dom Kennedy. Kennedy. Whoa, I couldn't say that. Kennedy. Right. Like Kennedy. A, it sounds like a cologne. Kennedy. It sounds like a cologne. Yeah. Dom Kennedy. It took me a while to get into Dom Kennedy. It, it, I'm guilty of that as well. It, Same. And it's not like because. You know what it is? We're East Coast niggas, and he makes cruiser music. Like, music you play in the car. The the main thing (laughs) I said about this album is, like, this is great music to walk around to. Like, it's just, like, great walking around music. Because it's just, like, a conversation someone's having in your ears over music beats. He's a lazy nigga. He's there. That's how he raps. He raps lazily, sort of. Sometimes it's, like, he's telling you a story, and he forgets that he has to rhyme the next line. (laughs) And he's, like, he's he's clever, but he's, he's like, he's a clever, funny dude, but it's, like, it doesn't translate well in the music and things like that. It took me a while. Like, last album was, um, I forgot what was it called. It took me until after my that kind of party. That was Get Home Safely, right? Get Home Safely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me... My kind of party, I wasn't really into my kind of party. Everyone loves my kind yeah, of party. Yeah, I didn't fuck with my kind and of party. And everyone was like, oh my God, Dom needs to bring something for the summer. And I'm like, stop putting the pressure on this man to bring summer shit for you guys to listen to. He's going to make up music regardless. Yeah, and then it. you then it like disappears in the summer and you don't hear him like the other fucking three, nine months out of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I don't really want to like... That's why I think he should put put more music out during the rest of the parts of the year mm-hmm. because I don't think he should be like just yeah it's just a summer nigga like you, yeah. you have to have a consistent buzz around you right um but it's nice that people wait and expect him to do something for the summer it's good it's been a while since he did too because he put that album out in the fall get home safely yeah really that wasn't even the summer the last one he put I out in the like summer was yellow the, album I felt like I heard get home safely maybe it was in the summer it came out like a, like September October ish get home safely was cool it took me. That was really the thing that, like, I had to, like, sit down and was like, okay, let me see what this Dom guy is about. Really? And it took you that long? It's, mm. I didn't get in, like, prior, I wasn't into him. Like, the Yellow Album. I got into him around the, um, yeah, I forgot the name of that project. But it, it was before the Yellow Album. It was before the Yellow It was before, um, From the West Side with Love 2. Oh, really? I, was, I got into, like, three, four projects in. Once I, once I heard designer shit, then right, I was right. like, all right, I like this guy. Okay. I and did. I was a diehard fan oh, after that. The At Home Safely did come out in October. But, yeah, I mean, I I think it was because of his singles maybe came out in the summer or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, my type Probably. of party came out, like, around, I think, Probably. August. Yeah. Earlier to build August, buzz for September, this album. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I, I'd get him on tracks. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I think he's a great guy, and I think he sort of brings his own sort of energy. That's why I can at least admit that he does. He's like, mm-hmm. he brings his own sort of yeah. energy, his own sort of wave, has his own sort of sound that sort of distincts distinguishes him from a lot of other different people but like just a long form project from him which is like a problem that I have with a, some a lot of these rappers are you talking about the French Montana effect yeah the French Montana effect where just listening to him in long form is just like it all yeah. blurs together mm-hmm. it doesn't I understand that something feel. stand out and then you hear like a feature voice and you like wake up and like oh that's not Dom oh, who the fuck was that but like um, by Dom Kennedy I think eh, eh, yeah yeah it's it's okay. 
it's okay. It's, it's not. It's not super good. It's not super bad. No, it's just like it's very, very like, like the production style is. It's pretty good. She's got DJ. Oh, Fried Lobster. That's why I like that track so much. Cause Cause it's got DJ cool. Dahi on it. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. Really, I actually don't like like seafood at all. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you liked it because it was called fried. Lobster. No, I don't like. But I don't know. Fried shrimp is good. I don't know. Maybe I just like fried shit. You can't say no to fried shit sometimes. Nah, not at all. But Even like, though it's bad for you, it's delicious. DJ Dahi produced a lot of. We, I've already we've already had this yeah, discussion we've, we've on this fucking podcast. Yeah, we already talked about DJ Dahi. But like he's produced a lot of dope shit. So it's um. Yeah, he was on this album. Jake One produced tracks on this album. Mm. Mike and Keys, LDB, JLBS, um, Yuri and Yogs, Yogs, Yogs. I think let's go with Yogs. I think <laughs> Too Bad was a joint that was like, yeah, this is gonna be a decent album. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I, I, I had the conversation with, with a few people, and I, I thought it was a better first single than my type of party was. Even yeah, though I definitely. like my type of party, but mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, like this, this definitely, definitely bangs this, more. Yes, yeah, definitely. He dropped it at the right time too. It's yeah. like for the summer. And it, and it would be a good radio single. I'm pretty sure they played that in Cali already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there. On Young California, probably. <laughs> they love Dom over there. Like yeah. They yeah. love their artists over there. Where it's over here. We kinda yeah. Like, I, I like New York. We, nah, we, well. Nah, that's not really true. We, that's not true. We we pick and choose. We, yeah. it's uh, Different groups of people pick and choose who they want to be right. on top. But we, we get into that discussion when we talk about the independent music thing. We're probably going to jump into that right now. <laughs> should we? Or should we talk about the well, XXL? What, what, what do you rate the Dom album? Oh, the Dom album? 2.5 out of 5. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I unfortunately I haven't been able to hear it yet. I so. give it a 3. Dang, I haven't I heard anything, man. You haven't heard anything. You yeah. know why? Because you're an artist who doesn't like it. Are you one of those artists who's like, nah, I don't really listen to no, the No, not at all. It's just lately I've been like working so hard on my projects okay. that I just I don't have time to listen to anything. Right. I'm, either, I'm either writing or listening to my stuff to make sure I everything's great. That's good. Because like, there's a lot of, first of all, that's good that you're just like focusing on the quality of your project. But also, there's a lot of like these cliche artists who like. Yeah, nah, I hate that. Well, nah, I don't listen to nobody. I don't listen to radio. No, nah, I don't really. Li- I don't really yeah. listen to. I'm hip-hop. a big music head. I listen yeah, and to then everything. Their tracks sound like they were pro- like, like like they get knockoff radio producers, right? Like DJ Mustard S B. Th- that's the wrong cover. No, it's that's the. What do you mean? D- Future is not on any of those faces. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Yo, into it. Can the, we yeah, the double XL list? The double XL right, list. Right, right. Let's get into it. Hold the on. The one with Future on everyone's body is Yo, hilarious. That, future high. That should have been the cover. That's fucking. <laughs> there was one with Ja Rule on every fucking. Really? Face too. Yeah. There's one with. Ja nah, Rule. then that was the best one. <laughs> I need that. That needs to be my phone every background. Every dog needs a lady. Let me see. Okay, we got it. We got it pulled up. So the 2015, I remember mean, like on the on our first or second episode we covered this like yeah like the possibilities right um, did anybody you guys wanted on this cover make it yeah um, who yeah OG Mako K Cam hey, you wanted OG Mako on there yeah OG okay Mako, yeah yeah we want I wanted him yeah because I think he's I do dope. too I think he's I do too I think he's kind of like I think he's very misunderstood but yeah, I dig him I I, I think he his energy is a lot of. Very, very different. And I think he's underestimated. Yeah, I think he definitely has a lot of music that got, is going to surprise people. He's very, very versatile. And he's very, like, he he can drop a lot of dope stuff. But he's too busy, like, trying to convince people. Right. He's not, like, My whole thing it. with him is just what he what he says on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Like, he offends a lot of people yeah, and just care. drives a lot of people away. Yeah. That's the only thing. When he came at Beyonce, he definitely right. lost, like, the possibility of having 10 million fans. Right, right, right. That, I agree To with me, that that's too. fine. Because then those people aren't really fucking with you. But it's it, it from getting to getting to the next level. I think he's he's his own worst enemy in terms of that. Um, Some people don't want that next level. 
That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, Rory, I said. Just type I don't know. Fuck, fucking bug catcher Rory. <laughs> Yo, that's so true. Like, he like he about to bust out a caterpie. <laughs> Nigga look like he got two metapods <laughs> and a fast ass like four weedles. <laughs> bug catcher Yo, real Rory. rap. <laughs> nigga. Oh shit! That's music tight though. Uh, Fetty Wap looked like he don't want to be there. No, Fetty Wap looked like he was. The Yo, last. quite honestly, I feel like Fetty Wap's in a position where he should have had his own cover. That's. I mean, yeah. I'm I mean, you have a top ten single and yeah, My Way's popping and Six Seven Nine's popping. It's just like you know, Fetty Wap got pretty much. Yeah, he's in a different no, lane. He's a yeah. I don't really even consider him an MC. Like he just has his lane. He's a songwriter. He's a, that's, that's he does what, what he does. He's a songwriter. I think he does rap, but I think like this sort of wave caught on, so now he has to sort of continue with this sort of wave. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't really have like a whole in depth of his like catalog or anything like that. So but. let's just go through the list of who's here. So we've got Fetty. Wap, uh-huh. Beige Loaf, Vince Staples, K Camp, OG Mako, Shy Glizzy, Gold Link, Kid Kid, Tink, and Rory. Rory, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a sol- I think this is one of my um, friends, Justin Davis, um, OG Johnny Five on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He pretty much said like this is the most, this is the safest list that they've ever gone with. That is very true, and it's like it's true because just there hasn't been the huge backlash where mm-hmm. then like Double XL has to go up to like radio stations and plead their case and stuff. Not plead their case, but show why they picked whoever i think it's pretty straightforward like yeah okay these are guys these yeah. are guys that are not only they've a lot of these people own. are signed a lot of people already have singles buzzing go ahead they've got a good amount of buzz they've got all their own lanes and people following them constantly right um i think um Dej loaf incredible in terms of just i wasn't high on her in the beginning i thought try me was amazing though but i still wasn't high on her as just like a full-fledged artist but she's got on a lot of different songs lately, and she's me. Become, you and Hennessy won me over. Me, you and Hennessy is pretty good. That I, won me over. I was like, all right, that um, you're dope, you're cool. I think. Uh, I think I like to mixtape sell soul. She's on that Kid Ink single. Granted, it's a Kid yeah. Ink I single. like that too. I heard that on Pandora, and I was like, oh, this is tight. Yeah, she's got a very di- her out. She also has a very distinct voice that is just like it's very yeah. And I like how she changes her look. Like yeah. you never when she steps out the the, the crib, you do not know how she's she, gonna she's look. She's stylish. She's yeah. stylish. I love she her. And her, her fur coat style. game is crazy. Incredible. <laughs> her she, fur coat game is she crazy. She has her own style and that's what I like. It's just her own. Like a pimp. She's not trying to look like Nicki Minaj or Iggy Azalea yep. because Which she, is cool. Yeah, and so she has her own sort of style. Um there's Vince Staples. I think Vince Staples is a dope MC. Yeah, mm-hmm. his name been buzzing for a while. Yeah, you know? yeah. it's yeah. kind of overdue. He's got an album that's coming out June 30th. Okay, um, summer '06. Nice. So um, the first single, "Senorita," um, is out with the future sample. With the future sample, covered in money. That fucking yeah, I love that sample. Mama Mercedes, you know the Grimmy. Um, Tink. I think, think Tink is cool. She's been flowing really? around for a while. I think Tink is the best person on that list. She's, v- she's very, nice. very good. She's that nice as a rapper. But I think what's holding her, I think the Timbaland cosign is just, what's. it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. And I think he was overdoing she's got, it she's for a while. She's kind of got like something to live up to or what? No, I think he was overdoing it in terms of like he's out here pushing her into the mm-hmm. limelight and just pushing her and just trying to push her into yeah, our faces. Yeah. It's like when... Like, say, when the WWE wants to, like, push a star and right. they're, like, cramming him down our throats. I think that's what he tried to do with her because he brought her up to Power 105. He premiered this song, this un- this version of, like, Rick Ross's moving bass with her mm-hmm. that everyone liked over the original moving bass that yeah. got him sort of flack with Rick Ross for it because yeah. it's, like, he didn't want that track to release because he didn't want Tink on the song. Um, he did... 
I think it was at the Fader Ford at South by Southwest. He brought her out, had a whole set with her. It's just a lot of like holding hands, you know. Yeah, I think her, her it's just her presentation being very labely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's very labely. So I, I think she's great on her. I think she's great. Just a whole body. I've listened to a lot of her different stuff. Um, she has that single "A Million Out," which is also you know. It's, it samples Aaliyah's One in a Million produced by Timbaland. I think that's also sort of an... Yeah. That's hilarious. She killed that, though. She killed it, yeah. though. It's like a great song. I've had that song on repeat for a yeah. little minute now. It's a great song. She she has a lot of upside as well. Um, do I... Commercial success? Not sure. I think she'll have it. it it'll, it'll, it'll just take the right song at right. the right time. People have, the stars just have to align. I think people have to recognize her quality over yeah. anything, and I think that's what's going to sell her the most. Um, kid, kid, who like apparently got left back in the freshman class or something, because this nigga's mm-hmm. been out for fucking. I heard he was he got voted in. I have, I don't know how true that is, but I have no idea. I was told that he was the you know because they vote for like the Let tenth person. Yeah, right. right. I heard he was yeah, the tenth person in. that was voted in. Mm. That that'd be interesting. Right. Oh right, right. Kid, kid, who earned the fan voted tenth spot. That's interesting. That's very interesting because. Maybe I'm assuming there's a lot of people who didn't because there's a lot of people who didn't make this list that probably should be on this list yeah, more than the other couple people. Quite a few. Um, I'm not sure. Party next door wanted to be on the list. Not, him he and him and McConan didn't want it. Him and McConan didn't, didn't want to be care. on the list, which is cool because I feel like OVO should have their own cover anyway right, because right. they're kind of hot right now. So yeah, they're kind of a different. Lane. They need to have their own. cover. I'm not sure if Thug was supposed to be on this one. Thug d- probably didn't care. Either. Probably didn't care. Yeah. Probably didn't want to show up. Probably he was already on Complex with Birdman, so he right, doesn't really right. need it. That's true. Um, there's a lot of different, a lot of other. I forgot we had the original list and we fucking. I don't remember who was on that original list, but there's a lot of people who probably could have been on this. Mm-hmm. Um, K Camp, mm, K Camp I mean, is kind of killing the game. K Camp is cool, but that I'm not really like. Eh. He's not going to be super popular. No, nah, I don't think so. He's going to be on that sort of. He like, might be one on of those the same level as like Future. It's like he makes wavy tracks, and you kind of turn up to them every so often, but. It's not like he's going to have super huge commercial success. He might be one of those people who are like on this list that are like have been on past lists and then you're like, hey, whatever, you know, not not whatever yeah, happened to like, them, but they're just like there. And no, like, oh. no shade, but I think he's the cash out of this list. Yeah. Yeah. Things like the cash I agree, out. Yeah. I agree. Um, Shy Glizzy, I haven't really been paying attention. Obviously. Oh, now he got that track awesome. Just that track oh, alone. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, I'm cool with that. Shy Glizzy and Gold Link. Who told me? Um. Awesome. One of my uh, one of my friends, I guess he told me he's like, yo, listen, I don't know if he knew he was gonna be on this cover, but he was just like, yo, check out Gold Link. He said, check mm-hmm. out Gold Link and someone else. He's like, check them out, they're gonna be big. Trust me. And then he shows up on this cover, and I'm like, oh, oh shit, okay, all right. Um, I haven't been into a lot of his music as well. I don't know. I need to get on Shy Glizzy and Gold Link. Yeah, I need I to get on Gold Link. I mean, I I know of him. I'm really not right. familiar with his music, but um, I, I've heard of him. Rory's cool. I mean, yeah, Rory's dope. Rory's dope. He makes. His, Dope music, sandals. I don't know, whatever. Sandal Lord. <laughs> the sandals kind of throw me off, but every, I, I think this list is pretty much the safest list they've could have gone with. I think there's no, there's not a. Of course, there could have been the party next door and the young thug and things, but I think those people didn't really want to be on the list. They need to. Be, I think they need their own separate list. Yeah, but it's a. Uh, this is a good list. I say in terms of. I don't know how many. Um, I'd say out of this list, besides Fetty Wap, who really already has a mainstream smash and who's being covered by everyone, like everyone thinks it's like cool to cover. Sing my way. Not even my way, but cool to cover Trap, Trap Queen. Queen. Oh, Ed Sheeran covered Ed Sheeran, Sheeran which hilarious. Ed Sheeran was is, he's dope as hell in his own right. He had a dope interview on the Breakfast Club a couple of days ago. 
Um, but I don't know. I just don't, you know, everyone doesn't need to cover Trap Queen. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not, the, the reason why everyone can do it is because it's not a hard song to sing. Because he himself can't really sing that well. There's not a lot of, like, vocal acrobatics going on. So you mm-hmm. can k- kind of get, um, you can kind of get away with it. The same with My Way. Um, I think between, I think Dej Loaf is going to have a big single eventually. I think, um, I don't know. I'm. I want to say Tink, but I'm not sure about Tink. But I think um, the three in the front, honestly, Dej Loaf, Fetty Wap, and Rory, I think could sort of transcend. Man, ever it. since Macklemore, I just don't know anymore. Yeah, because he was the only person on that list I didn't know, That's and true. he was the biggest out of all of them. That's so absolutely true. You just never know. Yeah, you, you never know what you these never artists know. are coming up with. Yeah, you really don't. I mean, it was that. You get that cosign from Ellen, you're like you're fucking out of yeah. here, bro. Like, <laughs> yo, never know, man. She might really like Kid Kid, and she might really fuck with Kid Kid. I'm sorry, like, I'm saying, I'm saying. You know, I've been on my iPod listening to Kid Kid. Yo, real quick though, I, a lot of the people I know don't like Kid Kid being a part of G Unit. They don't think he's nice at all. But I actually, he's, I've enjoyed a, bad. a good number of his verses. Nah, he's mm-hmm. not bad at all. He makes me laugh, or he just says something that's like, oh, okay, I like Kid Kid. I, I'm not here for Kid Kid Slander at all, so nah, people need to chill with it. Yeah. He's cool, so what if he's not from New York? Young Buck isn't I think, either. I think that's what... Get over neither it. Neither was the game. I think, right? yeah, I think that's what... He's like, been in the game for a minute. That's what brings him... It's just funny part. that he's a freshman, and he was on 106 at Park in 2008 doing Mrs. Officer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, number one video. That song was, mm-hmm. like, really, really old and really, really popular. <laughs> but, yo, he, he, st- he, the, he was I, on Young Money, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm just totally behind anybody that's still grinding and isn't home on the couch talking about other people, saying right. that they dope and they're just not doing nothing. Right. And he's still here. So Pretty yeah. much. I agree. He he's still his, here. He worked his way to a good position. Yeah. He, and surprisingly. He's eating off rap. You would never know someone from G-Unit could make, you know, the Yeah, that's cool to see, too, because they've been in the game forever, so it's just nice to see G-Unit still have a presence. Right. You know? And mm-hmm. they that, uh, that they have at least a new act that people actually care and, about. And he went off on Funk Flex. That freestyle was ill, too. He's dope. He's so, dope. Stop he's, sleeping on Kid Kid. I, I think stop. So. stop. Go listen to some Kid Kid. It's spelled with two Ds and not one, all right? <laughs> Fucking guy, nigga, we get Kid Kid on the track. Get Kid Kid on your album. Yeah, I'm with it. You probably find that nigga. Kid Kid. Uh, let's talk about you and your music. I mm-hmm. can do that. Because you have the single Hot Fries. Yeah. Um, tell us what you're working on in terms of, do you have a name for this album? Uh, yeah, the project's called Saturday. Saturday? Mm-hmm. Which is basically just... It's not Saturday like Saturday that's on Twitter, like S-A-D-D-E-R. Nah, not Saturday. <laughs> no, that's this different. is a good Saturday. This like. is a good, the Saturday. Okay, cool. It's basically just like a depiction of like Saturdays. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like like what I've experienced on my Saturdays, whether mm-hmm. it be as a kid watching cartoons right. or lining up to cop some sneakers right. or just any Saturday, you know, like it, it's, it kind of has a movie feel to it. That's good. That's it's, cool. It, it sounds like a movie, which that's is pretty approach. dope. So um, I have that, but I have a few projects I'm releasing. I mean, I I don't really like to to put stuff out there until mm-hmm. like the the plan is really out. But uh, I have a few projects coming out. That's this dope year. because most in the, I don't know. I have this sort of thing. We'll we'll get into this talk because I know um pigeons and planes. They asked you about some. I forgot what it was exactly, but they definitely asked you about independent artists right. and um. What did they ask you exactly? Uh, basically, just like a, what advice you would have towards other independent artists, right? Um, and what advice did you give? Uh, just what, what I what I've noticed and just ever mm-hmm. is artists 
tend to make stuff they think other people will like. Right. Mm-hmm. And that fails 90% of the time. Or you're just going to hate yourself because right. I can't tell you how many artists are in the game six years doing the same thing that right. they never even wanted to do to begin with. And then when they finally try to be themselves, nobody cares. Yeah. Because yeah, it's not so what they're used to. to. They're so used to that bullshit yeah. they were doing before. And they think you're just trying to step out the box. Right. But, you know, the whole point of being an artist is you love to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're making this cookie cutter art mm-hmm. that you see everywhere else and it's not really art to begin with like you're basically just painting keith herrings right. and like do, doing banksy's stencils right and you, you don't have none of your own so you, my, my whole advice was just you know make stuff you'll like because whether you're successful or not you're still happy with, with your with your work at the end of the day that's true and I, and, it, and it usually works out like I, I can't name any artists i know personally that didn't follow their own craft or mm-hmm. their own lane and it didn't work out Unless it was terrible, <laughs> with some with, even that works sometimes. So I wait. Also, eh, well, we, never mind. We're off the double XL because I'm looking at. It, I'm like, huh? Maybe post Malone. Post Malone. Eh, but he he can be on it next year. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Can be, he's, he's definitely got potential to be on it next year. He, 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 I think he got hot after they already got the list together. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they probably shot this months ago. It yeah. usually comes out in April. It came out in June. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Um. So what in terms of advice for independent artists? I think a lot of I think um, what a lot of independent artists aren't doing is, like, really paying attention to the quality and understanding how important quality is. Yes. And that, and there's a lot of things I didn't even get to say during that little piece because I thought – I didn't know they would make an article out of it. Yeah. I just thought they wanted to hear an opinion. Right. So I didn't really give my, my general opinion of what I really wanted to say because mm-hmm. I, I could have went on for pages about it. Right. But they, a lot of artists definitely don't take that into account. Like, I can't tell you how many artists I know that could record seven days a week, mm-hmm. but their quality sounds awful. They don't have a good engineer. No. They're using a desktop microphone. The they're grabbing worst. beats off SoundCloud. Not just that, like, they're getting together with bad producers yeah, and bad engineers that they don't, don't really care about exactly. the product. Exactly. If, they if you sing, make sure you're singing it well and you have like a vocal producer who like can sort of gauge how mm-hmm. the notes Because that's getting. a big part, and a lot of artists don't understand that either. They, like, just writing and recording, it doesn't end there, you know? Like, there, there's plugins and vocal effects right. and things of that nature. They don't ever pay attention to the extra shit that happens right. after the track is done. They just say, yo, get it done, get it put together. They don't sit there with the engineer and say, yo, can you make it sound more like this, make it sound more like right. that. You and know. some of them don't even know the difference between mixing and mastering. Yeah. You tell them, oh, is it mastered? They're like, yeah, like, no, it's just mixed. <laughs> or like, hey, is it mixed? No, I got a master. It's like, it's not the same thing. It's not. <laughs> it's not the same thing. So that, that that's a good point. Like, right. a, a, lot, a lot of artists really don't pay attention to their quality either because yeah. they can have a great song. They can spit the hardest bars we heard in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. But if it's not good enough quality for the radio, it's not going to get anywhere. No, it's not. And, and, and I think also in terms of just quality, um, even it, even it comes down to just like the way you put it out and mm-hmm. sort of the artwork and things like that. I think a lot of people don't pay attention to. Oh man, artwork. don't get me started on that. I'm, I'm very very like critical on sort right. of artwork because Yo, that's, it's 2015 and niggas need to stop with these no limit ass covers with <laughs> yes. fucking like Dutch wraps in the back, and <laughs> cups of lean. But like in that in terms of that, just artwork, um, videos. I think a lot of videos in terms of just like. There's become this sort of cliche aspect with yeah. a lot of just like independent videos and stuff. Not only if it's not like trying to be like this syrupy sort of wavy sort of that. Yeah. It's this thing where it's like just like 
it shows like your daily, you know, the daily grind. Like I, I can't tell you. I used to run this blog, thisgoesin.com, and I get a lot of videos sent to me. Same. I can't tell you how many independent artists I see with the same sort of. It's the video concept, and where it's like, hey, I'm waking up, and now I'm walking to the kitchen, but I'm also rapping. Oh, I'm about to go out and do like run errands. I'm the also reason rapping. why they do it is because it's affordable, but at yeah, the same time, and they've seen it work for one person. Yeah, it worked for one person that had the right publicist or manager, and they thought yeah, it would work yeah, yeah. for them. But um, they need to invest in, like, people with, like, vision and direction. Right, cre- yeah. creative direction. And, I mean, there's a lot of, like, people. Oh, that's who, so big, man. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of people out, out here with the label creative director who are not really, like, creative. Yeah. Creative or directing. No, but, you know, th- it's just a nice title to have. I don't know who bestowed it upon you, but, you know, whatever. But it's uh, it's it's that's very very important i think a lot of yeah. independent artists sort of like miss that they sort of miss this you know just the sound i think a lot of um in terms of just creating music and i said this is like the biggest thing for me which uh, a lot of people who give me they ask me to listen to their music and i give them sort of an opinion on it and i'm like yo just create music that and as you said you pe- try to make music for people to listen to but you also have to make music that you where you feel something from it Mm-hmm. And that could be from the polarizing scale. It could be whether you feel Kendrick's album, like To Pimp a Butterfly, or even if you feel a Ray Shremert album, which is right. like a turn up. And it's just like those are completely opposite side of the spectrum. Those are completely different sort of waves in hip hop. But at the same time, you feel something. From it, it resonates it. with it resonates. something. And then it's just a lot of them are like, hey, you know, I spit, you know, I got bars. And it's like... the Bars is cool. Being talented is cool, but it only takes you so far. And there's a talent in sort of creating music. Yeah, there's a talent yeah. in songwriting. There's a talent in sort of developing arrangements. There's a talent in um, just catering the stuff for the ear and stuff. And presentation. And pre- presentation is so big. It's, it's it's. I think a lot of people sort of miss that entirely. They do. And they I really think a lot do. of people... They listen to the songs on the radio, but they don't really understand, like, the process of what went behind it and the songwriting and the sort of production and why people chose the way they chose. The, the One of the most, like, eye-opening things for me was – I'm not sure if it's Wale or J. Cole that said it. When um they got advice from Jay-Z and uh, they were asking, like, hey – um, somebody should sing on the hook. They were like, hey, who should I have sing on this hook? And like Jay was like, no, you sing on the hook because then that makes it sort of a little bit more relatable. Um, if you if someone else sings it, then it's like they can't sing it because the person is maybe doing it too much has a sort of vocal, you know, vocals, you know, ability that they perhaps can't match. But if you're singing it, then it's like they can sing it too. It's like with um, J. Cole's workout. I believe I don't know if he wanted someone else to sing on the hook. I'm but glad he didn't. He had yeah, himself. I'm so sing glad on, he didn't. Right, all right. He had himself sing on the hook, and then it just people were able to sing that. That's why I think actually Fetty Wap is um, his songs are so popular just because he's singing it, and he's not he's not a great singer by yeah, any stretch of the. He doesn't care. It gives it more human quality. Right, and it gives great. it a lot more it. human quality, and I think that's what a lot of people quickly. Um, quickly jump to hey who can i have sing on this hook i need a great singer to sing on this hook Where sometimes you don't sometimes you don't sometimes, sometimes if she's you not, need a person that's a good songwriter right sometimes you need that sometimes you know if it's not really adding to the song if it's like that that can be sort of a replaceable quality if you have someone just hey i need someone to sing on this hook that can be sort of replaceable quality if it doesn't add to the song if it doesn't like in terms of just like I, I can't describe it right now, but, you know, it's just inter- if it doesn't add to the song, then it shouldn't really be on the song. And I think a lot of people like Kanye West incorporates that a lot. Um, Travis Scott incorporates that a lot. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, 
just a lot of people who understand what adds to a song and what doesn't in terms of who they pick for collaborators and who they J. Cole too. J. Cole's notorious for like no collaborations at all. You have to sit through a whole J. Cole album, but he doesn't feel like anyone can sort of add to his music. Um, I also think there's other reasons why he doesn't have collaborators, but he, he gets his own vision out and he does it the way he does it. And if he feels someone adds to a song, he adds them on the song. Chance the Rapper also does it too with a lot of his um, Save Money crew and a lot of people from Chicago as well. But a lot of people who just sort of add to the song. If it doesn't add to the song, I don't think they should the, – the collaborators shouldn't necessarily be on the song. And that all goes back to just like understanding quality and understanding presentation for everything. Um, that was mad words, my nigga. <laughs> son, I have this discussion. I wouldn't say once, once a month. Once a month with who? With people who ask me to ask me to listen to their music. Oh, because yeah, a lot of people <clears throat> ask me to listen to their music. I'm. I like giving direction on it. I like being actually part of projects and things like that. I don't ask anyone to listen to my shit. <laughs> Why not? Because everyone gives me annoying... Because the thing is, I want to be able to make things sound the way I want to. Right. And then everyone's going to give me direction on the way it sounds and not like, could you do... Like, okay, this is cool. Mm-hmm. I like what you did there and this. They're right. just going to be like, can you make this sound more like this? And I'm going to be like, no. Mm-hmm. That shit is annoying. Right. Yeah. I, I mean... I really don't care what people think. I just do what I want. That's cool. I respect it. Um, I think we can sort of end here, even though I just went on a wild rant. Oh, and on this question, does anyone know what ESPN stands for? Because I have no idea what ESPN stands um, for. I really don't. Extra sensory <laughs> playing ball nigga? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I've like, I've like, I was thinking about it on the train. I was like, I was, I was remember, I guess yesterday because the NBA final started. And I was like, yo, what does ESPN stand for? Like. Yes, I mean I'm sure people know, but I'm just like I, if I ask, I think if I ask like a hundred people, like ninety percent of people will not know what ESPN stands for. I don't know. Find out what ESPN stands for. Is this like remember when we asked people to find Terrio? Yeah, that's I still the, couldn't find him. I, I, uh, I yo, that, where, where did he go? I thought he'd be like no on the side Terrio. of a bottle yo, of you. I didn't notice that till <laughs> just now that Terrio completely just vanished. Terrio's yeah. gone, man. That happens to a yo. lot of internet celebrities, though. But uh, I mean, no, but Terrio could have been around forever. I really think he just stopped making no, an effort. No, he couldn't have. I really think not the way he was eating. <laughs> All right, Grant, that of course that not take that forever. into consideration. Not but. forever, but I mean, we still he'll make a comeback. It's it's episode thirteen. We said this on like episode one. We still have not found Terrio. Still haven't. No, um, I'm gonna help join the search. Let's help join the search. Let's put make his this face a thing. on the side of bottles of Yuhu. I keep telling you, <laughs> just on the side. Um, but he'll probably drink them. I don't know. You so. probably. Oh shit! I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. I'm right here. These people stupid. Oh uh, shit! Um, let's end here. This is great. Tuck, thanks for coming on, bro. No problem, Mo. Um, let's end. Here. I have no idea. We're gonna drop a bonus podcast too, and yeah. it's gonna be about wrestling. Wrestling. Yes. So um, yeah. We usually do Check this off. like post like big WrestleManias and big yeah. events and shit. But I mean, I don't know. A lot of people. We'll get it to them. We'll get it there before I, we go. I got a show June 26th, uh-huh. June the 26th? Delancey. Oh. oh, word? Yeah. You be down there? Yeah, it's going to be at the Delancey. Got a dope band. Oh. It's going to be really tight. Oh, give them time, too. So, you know, come out, show love. What time? Um, eight. O- I-, I go on at 8. Go on at 8? Yeah. What's the name of like the show or the showcase? Uh? Um, it's, is, is it bad that I really don't know? It's a is little. That just a little. Cause, that bad? Cause I can look it up. There's other people on the bill with That's you, I'm good. sure. Yeah, <laughs> but he's on the show, so fuck yeah. all those and other then, people. 
Yeah, fuck humility. <laughs> now, I'm my sure nigga. they're tight, man. I'm just, I'm just so like into rehearsing and uh-huh. like just making sure the band sounds good and the set list is tight. Performing with a band and, is incredible. Yeah, man, this it's so much fun. It's like it's I've, really exciting. I I require not require. I recommend everyone has a band they yeah. perform. It just makes the music pops a lot more. No, nah, not everyone can perform with a band. Some shit is like strictly digital. <laughs> like what, <laughs> nigga? Future's not performing. Fuck, fuck up some commas with a live orchestra. Listen, he could that be, would turn be on the lights. Amazing. Turn on the lights with a full orchestra. Sounds with a amazing. Full orchestra. That shit sounds amazing. Fuck up some commas. Fuck I mean, up some commas. they could. They could. I don't know. They could work that shit. They could work that shit. They could. He could perform the entire Beast Mode tape with a band. <laughs> with Zaytoven playing the piano, my like nigga, his, the nigga in a full suit. My like. nigga, he's he got the most frantic key work. Like it's just it's just be like, and I'm like, what what is this shit? I I don't know. I love Beast Mode. Um, performing at the Delancey June yep. 26. Look out for Saturday coming. I would, um, I would put the date out, but you know, follow him. Tuck NYC. Tuck NYC. Tuck NYC. He on also everything. On SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. Twitter. SoundCloud. On IG too. Twitter. Yep. IG. IG. Tuck NYC. First of all, his IG is fucking amazing. Thank you. Because he doesn't do the thing where it's like, hey, here's a picture of my family on IG. He's like, no, fuck that. It's like great quality pictures and great, just like there's an art to all of your IG photos, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's very, very dope. It's not... It makes me rethink the way, like, why do I have all these fucking people here? It makes me yeah. rethink that. It's like, why don't I post more interesting the, shit? The coolest thing that I just like about my, my Instagram photos is that a lot of artists have, like, asked me to use my photos as their cover art. It's fucking... So it's, that's... that. I thought that was... Fun. I just like to do photography. I'm like, hey, cool. Like, you can use it as that's cover dope. art if you pay me. It's dope, <laughs> man. It's dope. It's dope. So check them out. Tuck NYC at everything, right? Yep, yep. Um, we're going to end off here. Um, peace guys. Peace.